An essential part of your practical financial education is to know about how to invest in the stock market. And today, I will try and at least get you to start thinking in that direction. Hello everyone, you've tuned into the Simple Finance Lessons podcast, the show that brings you a few minutes of interesting and simple everyday stories and lessons from the world of money and finance. In this program, I will present to you what I hope will be some interesting and practical discussions on finance-related topics. And I'm your host, Faisal Hasnain, and hopefully you will find these short episodes both instructional and enjoyable. You know, I believe that if you are not aware of the potential possibilities of investing in the stock market, then you are really missing out, especially if you are employed and have a regular income and want to maximize the returns from whatever you are able to save when you are able to save. And with the current interest rate so low, you will receive at the moment very little on your traditional bank deposits and savings accounts. So you really do need to find alternatives where you can start placing some of your cash to try and enhance your returns. So I believe that you must teach yourself at least the basics of how to invest in the stock market. At least for me, it's one of the alternative and attractive places to invest part of your savings. But unfortunately, the stock market has a very bad reputation, and that is because there are many people out there who are not aware of its advantages. The average person normally thinks that the stock market is a very technical area, that it's a dangerous place to invest, where one will end up losing all of one's cash, and they pretty much compare and equate the stock market to gambling in a casino. But let me tell you, that is not strictly true. Yes, It is true that like any investment, there are many risks involved. And like other investments, if you invest blindly, then that is a recipe for disaster. But if you invest in the stock market in a controlled and disciplined manner, control and discipline, then you will get an opportunity where you can make returns that are potentially well above the returns that you will get from traditional investments, such as your savings accounts, bank deposits, and even corporate bonds. Look, I am not advising you to trade in the stock market, not at all. Trading is very risky. I am talking about learning how to invest in the stock market. Not trading, but investing. And what's the difference between trading and investing? Trading is short-term. You're out to make a quick buck. It's risky and requires lots of training, maybe years of training, and a lot of guts. And not everyone is cut out to be a trader. I know that I'm not, and I never will be. Investing, on the other hand, is putting your money in for the long term after doing your research. And you are prepared for the long haul, and you will ride the ups and downs in the hope that eventually your investment is going to go up with time. Okay, and 
In this podcast, I'm going to refer to investing in the U.S. stock market, but the same principles apply to investing in any stock market. Okay, you should start by educating yourself about what the stock market is. And you can do this by looking at various hundreds, maybe thousands of YouTube videos and also by talking to your friends and colleagues that may be involved in stock market investing. You can also download stock market data apps from Yahoo Finance, Google Finance, and Investing.com, etc. And follow the main stock market indexes, such as the S&P 500 or the FTSE 100 in the case of the UK. Apple also has a very nice, basic, simple stock app that you can use on your iPhone or iPad to follow the markets. Okay. You can then open an online trading account with a reputable share trading broker that has good online trading facilities and who allows you to run the account without any minimum balance requirements. So you're able to maintain the account with amounts as low as $50, if you wish, or maybe even $0. You should also make sure that the brokerage fees are either zero or very, very minimal. There are many brokers out there that do not charge you fees when you buy and sell shares. For a start, that may be better for you. The reason that they are not charging you fees is because their spreads are higher. And therefore, what you save in fees, you may end up paying in dealing with higher spreads. But I will explain that to you in a future episode. Also, you should choose brokers that allow part purchases. For example, at the moment, Amazon or Tesla shares are very expensive. An Amazon share is currently $3,500 and a Tesla share is $1,100. That's a lot of money for just one share. And so you should choose a broker that allows you to buy part of a share so that you can buy, say, $50 or $100 worth of, let's say, Amazon shares in which case you will own 3% of an Amazon share and whose value will go up or down proportionately. Okay, you should also choose brokers that have a good trading app that you can follow on your tablet or smartphone so you can monitor your portfolio in real time and on the go. Examples of stock brokers that you can check out are Robinhood, Interactive Brokers, Charles Schwab, eToro, TD, Ameritrade, and there are many, many others. But take your time and do your research before you open an account. And do talk to your friends and colleagues, as I said earlier. Actually, in my mind, there is no substitute for someone actually telling you the advantages and disadvantages from personal experience. Okay. Now you've opened an account. And I think that for a start, you should not invest in individual shares. And if you do, then stick to the shares of very solid companies such as Apple, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, and other similar companies. Avoid shares that are volatile, such as Tesla, because having shares that are volatile can be quite a bumpy ride, which you should avoid if you're trying to learn about the stock market. Most brokers also offer virtual trading accounts where you can take paper positions. 
dummy positions. Now, this is excellent for following the markets. In fact, I would say that you should paper trade for at least two months before you take an actual live position. And if you want to research stocks that are attractive but volatile, such as Tesla, then include them in your dummy portfolio and track their ups and downs over there. Okay? All right. So now you've got a trading account set up with a broker. I think that you should start by researching ETFs and understand investing in ETFs. These are a safer investment than investing in individual stocks. So what are ETFs? ETFs are essentially a collection of stocks that are bundled together and sold as a package. Think of it as a goodie bag or a ready-made Christmas hamper that has a fixed collection of all those unhealthy <laughs> but very tasty and yummy chocolates, sweets and candy. But instead of all those sweet delights, the ETF, or the ETF hamper, I should say, is made up of shares of companies, and its overall value goes up or down depending on the value of the individual stocks that make up that ETF. Again, you can watch YouTube videos on this because I may not have explained this as clearly, but essentially you're buying a bundle of stocks. Okay, and there are literally thousands of ETFs out there. For example, you have ETFs that track the entire US stock market. You have ETFs that track the S&P 500, which comprises the top 500 public companies in the USA. You can buy technology ETFs that comprise shares of companies such as Apple, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, and so on. There are video gaming ETFs. There are sports-related ETFs. There are healthcare ETFs and so on. They've even started an ETF of cryptocurrency futures. But I would advise you to stay away from crypto-related investments until you know what you are doing and you understand the risks involved. ETFs are also regulated by the financial authorities and each ETF has its own very strict rules for investing. And the ETF fund managers manage those rules very, very strictly. Otherwise, that ETF can be shut down by the regulators. By investing in an ETF, you are therefore already diversified as you have invested in a bundle of stocks, sometimes hundreds or thousands of stocks. Now, I will talk in a little more detail about ETFs in another episode, but I think that is an excellent and relatively safer way to get you started in the stock market. In future, I will also talk separately about social trading, which is also called copy trading, which is also an interesting way to invest. And I personally find it very educational as well. That for the future. I will also talk about how you make money from the stock market which is a combination of the increase in value of your stocks or ETFs plus the dividend income that you will receive on your shares or ETFs. All right, so the idea of this podcast was to get you motivated 
to start learning about the stock market basics and to at least start thinking about investing in the stock market in a structured and controlled manner. Structured and controlled manner. Okay? So that's all for today, folks. Thank you for listening and I hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you did, then please subscribe to get access to previous episodes and to receive future episodes automatically. And if you can share this podcast with a friend, that would be fantastic. You can also let me have your comments or suggestions at simplefinancelessons at gmail.com. As always, take care and have a wonderful day. This is Faisal signing out. Thank you.